you get to decide, right? The entire relationship between you and the other person is happening where? In your head. That's the only place where your relationship and your experience of the relationship is alive. Their experience of the same relationship is in their head. And it has its own color and its own sort of shape and persona to it based on their brain structure and their past and their triggers and their attachment style and how they interpret the world. Your perception of any of your relationships only exists in your head. Hey, hey, this is Dr. Kavita's son. Welcome to the Emotional Mastery Podcast. This podcast is about emotions, psychology, and relationships. Every week, I'll be sharing real-life tools to help you build self-awareness, a better relationship with yourself, and more fulfilling relationships with the people that matter to you. Listen, this is the foundation on which the rest of your life is built. So let's take the time to get it right. I'll see you on the inside. Hello, hello, my friends, my podcast fam. How are you guys doing? Happy Thursday. <sighs> Summer has almost come to an end. The start of school, frenzy, getting things ready. Are you guys feeling it too? Transition. It's a time of transition, right? Nature is transitioning. The weather is transitioning. And our lives are transitioning. And transitions can be both sort of invigorating and um, full of possibility, but they can also and often do also include a lot of stress as things, other things that we love are winding down. So wherever you are on that transition process, on that pathway, please know that there are literally millions of us walking alongside you. You are not alone. This is part of being human. So today I wanted to talk to you about three sneaky thoughts that hurt our relationships. I have been hearing more and more of these sneaky thoughts when I speak to my clients, when I, you know, listen to um, sort of the questions that you guys send in. By the way, if you have a question that you'd like to send in, you can send it to 860-656-8672 and I will answer it for you personally. So many of you have sent some questions and I'm, I've been hearing it even in my friend circle. A close friend of mine is going through a difficult time in her marriage and she and I had a conversation a few days ago and these beliefs, so sneaky, so hard to even notice, but they do so much damage. So I wanted to sort of highlight them today so you can catch them in your own mind if and when they come up, okay? So the first one is, he thinks that, dash, okay? He thinks, um, you know, women are inferior. She thinks I'm not a good parent. Um, they think that my um, religious group is wrong or my um, sister thinks that she is, uh, you know, a better daughter than I am. 
Whatever it is that you're convinced that you know about what another person thinks. Okay. This is very sneaky. Why? Because everything that we get as messages in our society, right? From magazines to subtle messages, um, with TV shows and movies and posters and everything that we see around us, the, the way people talk about relationships, the romanticization of relationships, everything encourages us to mind read one another. It's almost like, um, a, a deeper relationship. If you can see across the room and catch each other's eye and know what's happening in the other person's mind, right? It's like a meeting of the minds or the souls or something like that. And so we get so many subtle messages to read each other's minds that we don't even question it. We start thinking, one, that it's possible, okay, because it's not, but we think it's possible because we're getting so many messages that it is. And second, we think it's a good thing to do. But here's the thing. Think about any person in your life that is close to you, right? Maybe a sister, a close friend, um, a leader, uh, your mom, your spouse, right? Even your children. We have mixed, complicated feelings about people. Some moments we can only see red and we see their faults and we might not like them in that moment. But then another moment, we feel tenderness. We feel compassion. We feel gratitude. We feel friendship. We share humor, right? There is not just one sentence about a person in your mind, right? You don't look at your mom and keep repeating the same one sentence over and over and over and over again as you're staring at her. You have complicated feelings about the people in your life, which makes sense because you are a complicated person just because you're a human being and they are complicated people just because they're human beings. So, of course, our feelings towards one another is going to shift and change and have layers and nuances to it at different times in our lives. Heck, sometimes within an hour, I have three different feelings about somebody that that is important to me or that is in my life, right? <laughs> when you can sense the truth of that inside your own mind, you will recognize that since we all have human brains, somebody else also does not have just one sentence in their mind about you or about your relationship with them. Even if on at a specific moment, they may have a certain opinion. What I'm trying to say is not that that opinion was not there. I'm trying to say that there are 99,000 other feelings and opinions, many of which contradict one another in their minds about you. And that is normal. Okay. So this idea of this person thinks X about me or about our relationship is a sneaky belief that will hurt your relationship. Because why? When I see my uh, mother-in-law or my sister as having only this predominant thought about me, usually that predominant thought that I'm scared about is something that hurts my feelings, right? Otherwise, we don't ruminate on it. So let's say I think, oh, my best friend thinks I'm not that smart. I'm not as smart as her. 
once I buy into the belief that I can even read her mind and that that's even a good idea to attempt to do that, then that's all I think about when I'm with her or when I'm thinking about her, when she texts or when she doesn't text, right? Everything she does or doesn't do becomes a vote for this belief. She literally cannot win. Your relationship cannot win, right? If she calls you three times a day for the next 10 years, that will become evidence for why she thinks she's so much smarter than you. And if she never calls you not even once for the next 10 years, that will also become evidence for the same belief. So when we have that belief and it's roaring loudly in our minds, when we think about the other person, then we react in ways that actually bring out defensive or um, hurt words back. And we go back and forth, pinging back and forth. And that destroys relationships. It may not be in actual words that you're using. It may be that you don't re respond to our text messages or maybe you don't, um, you know, pick up the phone and, and call her that many times. Or maybe when she calls, you test her, right? And say, do you remember that I told you X, Y, and Z two years ago? And if she doesn't, that becomes proof that she doesn't care or she thinks X, Y, and Z. You see what I mean? It's impossible when we hold one sentence as being a belief that you think the other person feels about you. It's impossible not to screw up the relationship. But the truth is, no human being has only one opinion or sentence in their heads about another person. Even if momentarily you may think, oh my God, why is my spouse such a slob, right? Maybe you think that sometimes. But that is a drop in the bucket compared to all the other sometimes contradictory thoughts. Maybe other times you think, oh, my God, he's so much more organized than I am or he's much calmer than I am or he's friendlier than I am or she's, you know, more put together than I am and she's more um, socially capable than I am or she's, um, you know, a great loving parent or she never loses her cool or any number of things. So be very careful when you catch your mind saying things like, I know he thinks X or he, she feels X. That is not true. It is a figment of your imagination and it is hurting your relationship. The second sneaky belief that hurts relationships is what you feel about them, meaning thoughts like he should do X, Y, and Z. If she really loved me, she wouldn't say ABC. If my colleague respected me, they would behave this way and not that way. Again, you get to decide, right? The entire relationship between you and the other person is happening where? In your head. That's the only place where your relationship and your experience of the relationship is alive. Their experience of the same relationship is in their head and it has its own color and its own sort of shape and persona to it based on their brain structure and their past and their triggers and their attachment style and how they interpret the world. Your perception of any of your relationships only exists in your head. Even if your 
mom makes X comment. How you perceive it, what you make meaning out of it, how you put it together in the tapestry of what is your relationship with your mom is unique to you. That same comment to somebody else may cut them even more, may have them be, you know, even feeling more angry or less angry. Some people may not even notice it. It depends on how your brain makes sense of what is happening around you. I really want you to get this, Pod Squad. What you perceive as your relationships is happening only in your brain. This is good news because it means that you get to create whatever experience you want in any relationship, right? Now, that doesn't mean, let's say somebody is being uh, abusive. You can still wish them well, have compassion for their fucked up past or whatever it is, and still leave. This idea that the relationship is happening in my head does not mean that I just tolerate an abusive relationship and stay there. I mean, you, you can if you want. It's it's your life, right? But you absolutely can leave and should leave, in my opinion, if it is harmful to you. However, it still goes that you can find peace in your thinking of the other person because those thoughts are happening in your mind. And those thoughts cause you even more suffering or less suffering. So you might as well choose less suffering, right? So the second sneaky thought is this person should, if they cared about me, if they uh, really meant what they said, if they respected me, right? They should do X, Y, Z. These are your feelings about another person. They also exist only in your head. And when you see the other person as someone who has to fit a certain mold, they will absolutely disappoint because they're human beings. No one is made to fit anyone else's mold, right? So you will have an experience of the relationship as being disappointing, frustrating, and uh, full of letdown. But you're creating that experience, see? Because of the sneaky thought that that person should be doing this and should not be doing that or should be saying it this way and not that way and such and such. It may feel very true to you, but I submit to you that it is still happening all in your head and it is causing you more suffering. Okay. All right. Number three, the third sneaky thought is I am too much of something or not enough of something to make this relationship work. These are thoughts that you have about yourself in the relationship. So it may be, I'm too sensitive. I'm too defensive. I'm too uh, fucked up from my past. I'm too fat. I'm too um, focused my career. I'm too um, focused on being a homemaker. I am not... Uh, smart enough. I'm not focused enough, right? I don't save money well enough. I don't have the right connections. Whatever it is that you think you are, which fits into two categories, I'm either too much of something or I'm not enough of something in that relationship. 
Those are also sneaky thoughts. Because think about it. Where is the bar? Who has set the bar? There is no bar. You were creating the bar, a very vague, ever-changing, um, nebulous bar in your own mind. And then you're measuring yourself against that nebulous, ever-changing bar in your own mind. And then you're causing yourself suffering. Everything is happening in your brain, right? How crazy is that? That we sometimes are unconscious of the sneaky thoughts that our brain presents to us and we believe it is gospel truth. And next thing you know, we are living and creating an internal world of extreme suffering for ourselves. So the third category, like I said, are thoughts and beliefs about you in that relationship. There is no bar. There is no. And if your mind says, well, I'm not making this up. My spouse actually said to me, you are too lazy. Just because they said that, number one, remember, that is one thought they have in one moment. It doesn't make it true. There is no truth. There's no external bar, right, for the right amount of laziness. (laughs) So there's no external bar. There is no way to know the extent of the complicated feelings they have about you. It's just one comment in one moment. And second, since there is no bar and since you are receiving that word in that moment from that person, you get to make of it what you will. Because remember, even if they said that, the experience of what you make it to make it mean is happening in your brain. Okay, so there could be a thousand ways to respond to someone saying you're being lazy. One person may say, hey, I don't appreciate that. Can you say that differently, please? I don't like the word lazy. Someone else may say, I'm not lazy, you are. Someone else may say, huh, lazy? What do you mean? Someone else may say, you're one to talk. You don't pick up your clothes. Look at blah, blah, blah. There are literally so many different variations of the ways that you could respond to that, which is right. There is no right. The person will respond based on how they make it mean in their minds. Because everything is happening in your mind. Which of the responses you choose from a hundred different variations, a thousand different variations, depends on what is happening in your brain. You can either make that mean something that causes more suffering for yourself or less suffering for yourself. Okay? So I want to summarize this with these are very nuanced concepts. I want you to um, think about it and journal on it, maybe. Talk to a friend about it. Share this episode with a friend and then talk about it with the friend that you trust and ask each other, does that make sense? Where have you seen that? What does your mind say? It will help you have a new lens on this world. So to summarize, the three sneaky beliefs. Number one, I know he thinks she feels X. These are the category of thoughts that are about quote-unquote, knowing what another person thinks or feels about us as if it's the only thing that they think or the number one thing that they think or the main sentence that they have in their heads when they look at us, all, you know, whenever. Like 24-7, that is the sentence in their head is what we think, right? That hurts our relationships and it's impossible to know the extent and the mixed feelings that are in another person about you. Number two, he should do this. She shouldn't say that. 
These are categories of thoughts that you have about the other person. They will cause you to feel a lot of disappointment because people don't live according to our rules. They live according to their brain. And so we're constantly in a state of anxiety, anger, disappointment, resentment, and thus we create a lot of suffering for ourselves. And that energy then leaks out to those around us. Number three, I am too X or I'm not enough Y. These are the category of thoughts that are beliefs about who I am in this relationship. Again, there is no way to know, even if someone were to say you're too defensive, let's say, that remember point number one, even if they were to say that, that is not the only thing they think. And it's something that's coming out of a biochemical reaction in their brain. It's got nothing to do with you. Second, there are a thousand ways to respond to someone saying something. What you choose will depend on what you do with that information in your brain. So you might as well learn how to take information from life happening around you and metabolize it in a way that actually does not hurt you or other people, right? You might as well reduce your suffering since it's completely under your control. So that's what I wanted to share with you, my friends. If you have any questions, text us 860-656-8672 and I will answer your questions in a Ask Me Anything podcast coming up in a couple of weeks. Have a great rest of the week, everyone. Bye-bye. If this podcast means something to you, it would mean so much to me if you'd be willing to take 30 seconds to do one or all of these three things. First, can you follow or subscribe to Emotional Mastery? Following the podcast helps you because you'll never miss an episode and it helps us because you'll never miss an episode. So to do this, just go to the Emotional Mastery show page on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and tap on the plus sign on the top right corner or click on the button that says follow. This is the most important thing for the podcast to reach more people. And while you're there, if you'd be willing to give us a five-star rating and a review, and share an episode you love with a friend, I'd be so grateful. We appreciate you very, very much. Thank you.